1: It's the dork. dork Podcast. It's the Dork, dork. Podcast. It's Rich Keith. It's the Dork Podcast. Hashtag. It's the, the Hashtag, hashtag dork, dork Podcast. And here we are. This is the Hashtag Dork Game of Thrones episode recap on the YouTube. Also, we'll probably podcast this. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. I am Rich Keith, and I am joined right now by Chris Shine, a.k.a. Shine Time Baby. What's going on, Shine? What is up, Keith? How are you today, bud? I am great. It was way too long in between Game of Thrones Season 7 <laughs> and Game of Thrones Season 8. And we are here in Shabbat. That's As soon as the episode was over, I said that was the fastest hour of my life, and I was not joking.
0: No, absolutely not. I, I felt like they did a good job. They got all the minutiae out of the way, but it just went by so quickly. And I started like two minutes before anybody else because I kept refreshing the page. So it was even over quicker for me. <laughs> so I was like...
1: This thing and and it was kind of predictable too. It was uh, sort of setting up. They got just about every single character. Not everyone. There's a couple that we didn't see, but almost every character. Sort of like here they are. Here's where they're going. Here's what they're gonna do. So no major deaths. That's the first thing we can check off. No major deaths in episode one
0: totally okay with that. You really needed to kind of set everything up, get everything prepared, and this was like the perfect way to do that. I think they did an excellent job at just kind of recapping the end of last season, getting you into this season. It's been over 600 days. They really kind of needed to do that, and I think they did just that. That's what was their plan from the start.
1: Yeah, I agree. Episode 1 is uh or was is entitled Winterfell, which makes sense because the whole episode, well, not the whole episode, most of the episode takes place at Winterfell, including Jon and Danny showing up on horseback. Oh, yeah. Um A lot of good stuff here. Obviously, they're bringing their armies. They're bringing, you know, Grey Worm. Missandei is there. Uh, Tyrion is showing up in Winterfell. A lot of good stuff. And maybe most importantly, Shime. both dragons. Oh, and
0: those dragons were lit. lit-
1: One of my favorite things in Game of Thrones is when characters who have only heard of dragons see dragons for the first time. And so we got to see Arya and Sansa. And I know they gave some of this away in the trailer, but even still, you got to see both of them see dragons for the first time.
0: Yeah, and I think it was really cool the way they actually made it very symmetrical to how... Uh, when King Robert arrived right in episode one, it's very similar to that in that the Northern people doesn't matter. If you're an outsider, they really don't like you. They kind of look down upon you. They don't trust you. And Daenerys felt it right from the get go.
1: Yeah. That is an early theme right away. Danny is not welcomed very warmly by the people uh namely sansa who does not give a fuck that she's claiming to be queen now she's like respectful in what she says but clearly she is not a fan
0: yeah and she gives john more shit than i've ever seen it's amazing
1: well and that's like the the big dynamic so i think the best way to do this maybe is to go by character and so let's start with aria for example one of the great scenes early on is she's kind of in line with all the people and they're watching like the parade come through. And then when John goes and and sees Sansa, he sees Bran, everybody's lined up and he's like, where's Arya? And Sansa's, she goes, quote, she's lurking somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. I'm like, yep, that's definitely what she's doing. But so she, in this episode, never talks to Daenerys, not once, but she does talk to John out by the tree. And, One of the big takeaways in this episode for me was that Arya with a straight face tells John that Sansa is the smartest person that she's ever met.
0: And I think on top of that, at the end of that conversation, in the middle of the hug, he goes, he says something about family uh, and like how you guys have always been my family. I'm your brother, too. And then she goes, yeah, don't forget that. Like, that is the slyest threat I've ever heard in my life. Oh, she
1: will legit kill him. And John's
0: busy smiling.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Well, also, like, what an insult, because he has no idea what she's been through. And, like, I guess they haven't had, like, they haven't sat down and had a conversation about it. But when she pulls out a uh, needle, and he's like, oh, have you used that? And she's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, once Why or you, twice. What, <laughs> like, I've killed more people than you have. Like, how does that sound? <laughs> like, that, she's, like, I don't think, so, like, Brienne knows how good Sansa is. Sansa knows how good Sansa is. The Hound knows how, how dangerous she is. But Jon Snow has no idea. Jon Snow is, I feel like Jon Snow has become
0: clueless to everything. And yeah. I, I don't know why he just all of a sudden is clueless. Like he always seemed well-prepared when he was Lord Commander. And and now I think he's almost blinded by Daenerys. And I think we're going to kind of see a theme of that throughout this season is that Jon is being blinded by these dragons and this beautiful queen. And he doesn't see the uh, danger lurking around him.
1: It's really setting up for Daenerys gets so much power and John has to kill her like that. Yeah, exactly. That is what they're, they're setting up. But a couple of the other Aria things is she runs into the Hound. They have a nice oh, little, that was so great back and forth. He calls her a name. She just like, get out of my face. And then she talks to uh, Gendry for a little bit and wants Gendry to make something for her.
0: Yep, and she—it's so funny because he, she comes up to Gendry with the plans laid out for what looks to be like a spear or like a, like a stick similar to what she trained with in Bravos, attached with like a dragon glass head. So it's like a spear, basically. And then he's just like, wait, you already have a, a, a beautiful sword mm-hmm. and a Valyrian steel dagger. What do you need a spear for? She goes, just fucking make it for me.
1: Like, what are you doing? <laughs> just make it, dude. And then he's great. He's like, you're, I, you're just like another rich girl or whatever. She's like, you don't know <laughs> i a rich girl. Rich <laughs> that was girl, the best girl. burn of the night. That was a good, that was an absolutely good burn. Uh, but yeah, Arya, I can't wait for her to meet uh, Danny And also Jamie, who we'll get to. Oh, yeah. But that's going to be pretty intense. Uh, as for Sansa in this episode, again, Arya really like puts her over, saying how smart she is. And the other takeaway is uh, the conversation she has with Tyrion. Which, yeah, I think again, that was a big one. That was huge. And like the history that they have together is obvious, and... He's like, oh, I haven't seen you since, you know, Joffrey's wedding. And then Sansa's like, yeah, it had its moments, which is a good, another good it's line. It's a great line.
0: And even she goes, uh, he says something about how, like, he does, in fact, believe that Cersei's actually going to send her army. And she just looks at him and goes, I always thought you were the cleverest man I ever knew. Yeah, and, and it like, just like walks away.
1: That's what's crazy. And it's like Tyrion, when you go back to some of the advice he's given Danny, has been wrong. And this was whole thing, nice. like, like Sansa sees right through it. She's like, they're they're setting the Lannister armies. Like, please and really are, like, you're, are you sure? So he's like, So he she's upset with Tyrion being like you're you believe your sister, and then she's got to be upset with John being like, You're just taking everything this like blonde girl says. So that's that's a problem, but yeah, Sansa was good. Uh, for sure. The other, I like the, the three-headed monster of Tyrion, Varys, and Davos. Oh, yeah. That, those three guys. That'd be a nice little small council. Of, I'm not
0: old. Yes, you are. And I'm not as old as him.
1: <laughs> not, as old, not as old as this guy. You're like, yeah, all right. All right, I guess. Uh, great joys this episode shine. We saw yep. Theon save Yara. Also of note, when uh, Theon goes aboard and they're like, you know, bone arrow people now all of a sudden. And, uh, Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia was one of the guys that got his eyes shot out. <laughs> he was, he got it up. No, he That's did. Awesome. He robbed it's Like uh,
0: Noah Sindergaard was in last year's episode, yeah. last
1: season. Yep. And I think somebody tweeted me too. I think Martin Starr was also in it. I knew oh, Mac okay. was there's other guys from Barstool were tweeting about that, but I guess that uh Martin Starr was in it too. That's the way to do it. Don't give me the cheering oh, yeah. play a song oh, that was the conversation. Worst. Don't give me that. But if you give me a guy, like one of the great joy people that gets shot in the face. Fine. I'm in love that totally. in. I
0: think the whole thing with the uh, rescuing Yara scene, I think overall that was way too quick. I felt like that should have been hyped up a little bit more, but at the same time, you only have six episodes. You only have so much time. So I felt like it was one of the things that I understand why they cut it, but I felt like we could have seen more. Like, I think there could have been like a cool fight scene or something and they right. just somehow escape.
1: And now Theon's on his way back up to Winterfell. It sounds like to help out the Starks and yep. Yara's going to be going the other way. But the really, I mean, the big great joy story is Euron. on Got right into Cersei's pants.
0: Oh, he, dude, play as, dude, shoot is going to shoot. That's how shoot it is. And,
1: shoot. and I'm telling you, when he was first talking all that shit and I was watching I was watching the episode with my wife, I'm like, oh, she likes him. And she, oh, goes, yeah. no, and she goes, no, she doesn't. I go, hmm, we'll see. And then two seconds later, she's like, come hither, you're on. Um, <laughs> and then she even goes to She's like, you're arrogant. I like arrogance. I like I'm like, lot. all right. All he's right, right relax. He's like, how do I compare to the fat king and to the kingslayer? I'm like, woof, this guy's not messing around. No, he is not. And he that's also still not important, Euron. You should worry about yourself. Don't worry about previous lovers. That's not, <laughs> that's not what you need to be doing.
0: Not the uh, keys to a successful relationship. No, actually. it is
1: not. Also, so Cersei, big episode for Cersei, Shine, because mm-hmm. she sleeps with Euron, and she also adamant that she gets these elephants she wants elephants as bad as anybody wants anything in this series she was so hung up on the elephants she
0: was pissed like she might go blow up another church just because she didn't get elephants i know which we have not seen an elephant have we no because we haven't seen the golden company so i don't think we've had the opportunity to see elephants
1: it's nice to know they exist though, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and and he's not lying. It would be very difficult to ship elephants across the sea. That's not that's no easy task. It's like shipping an <laughs> elephant from Boston to London. That doesn't that
1: doesn't work out so well. She's like we can't put these fucking elephants on these boats, lady. She's like, I was like, you do the realize elephants? the
0: elephant weighs as much as the boat, right? She's like, she was really upset about the guy. Kind of she elephants. was pissed. So no, uh, I'd no be elephants. disappointed too, though. I mean, if yeah. if I thought I was getting elephants and it's right. just twenty thousand dudes and a couple thousand horses, no elephants,
1: kind of a bummer. There to be like a couple donkeys. And they're like <laughs> we got these. They're like That's a few sheep. Elephant. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing like an elephant that isn't an elephant. They're very unique. Yeah, they are spectacular creatures. Speaking of love making, Shime, uh, Braun was in the middle mm-hmm. of making sweet passion love to three women when he was interrupted, and basically Cersei wants him to kill Tyrion and Jaime with a crossbow.
0: Yeah, I think that was just like to see that even being offered. It's like, all right, yeah, the queen really likes poetry. Yeah, that's great but like at the same time there's i feel like there's zero percent chance that braun actually kills either of them like i think he likes both of them too much he loves both of them like he he, and they both treated him so well and Tyrion yeah. always says whatever they pay i'll pay double so right. like I, I think it would be cool that cersei promises a castle Tyrion gives them two castles like i don't like <laughs> yeah. you know i just i don't i don't see braun killing jamie or Tyrion. i think Uh, There's plenty of other things that could kill Jamie. And I don't think Braun has to worry about that.
1: Do you think Braun uh, makes it through? Did you have him making it through in your death pool?
0: I believe I had him surviving because he seems to be a survivor.
1: He does seem like he's a survivor. That's true. Um, What did you think of Bran this episode? (laughs)
0: Uh, here's my thing with Bran. I thought Bran, and people have said otherwise, but I believe Bran was the worst part of this episode. <laughs> Every time I he's saw freaking. Bran, Guy was I creeping. was creeped no. out. Yeah. He didn't move the entire episode. He sat in the same well, Sean, spot. He's, kind he's, kinda,
1: a, he's a bit immobile. You yeah, of a
0: but like... He, all day you sit in the same spot
1: yeah. all day but what i liked he was getting some fresh air though at least uh, that's, that's true. true you can't keep the three-eyed raven he, cooped up in the house detoxing off those weirwood trees so that helps too he's so fucking weird though like oh, john's God. like hey look at you you've become a man he's like almost <laughs> you're like oh jesus christ all right Loosen up a little bit, all right? (laughs) Every time
0: someone's out, like, in the courtyard, it's just like the end of the scene is them looking and seeing Bran just sitting there, (laughs) creeping. His eyeballs. I had a good question for you, Mr. Keefe. Uh, Who was creepier this episode, Bran or Euron? No,
1: I'm going to go with Drogon. Oh, oh,
0: oh man,
1: Drogon's a watcher, ain't he? Dude, that was laugh out loud, funny, when they're kissing and like both dragons are looking, and then she's like, Oh, don't worry about it. And then they're then she like kisses and he like puts one eye open and then it's just the zoom in of I don't know if it's Drogon or whatever, but I think it's like it was Drogon. Just the face, and he's just like, mm mm-hmm. <laughs> That was incredible. That, that was, was just bananas. By the way, that was a cool scene of the of them both flying the dragons. Yep. And yeah, we already know John's a Targaryen. That made it My favorite line
0: before. uh from the episode came from that scene where he goes, I've never rode a dragon before. To which I responded with Playa, you definitely rode a dragon before. <laughs> <laughs> Got a comment on
1: Twitter that says, yeah. I see what you did there. I was very proud of myself. <laughs> it's not what you said last night. But yeah, all right. Yeah, that was good. No, Brand was uh, Brand's just next level. And like, how many people do you think actually grasp what's going on with Brand? Like, any- I don't
0: think anybody does.
1: Yeah, I think I you're don't right. think there's the same. I experience. certainly don't.
0: No, I <laughs> sure as hell don't.
1: Uh, what else do we got this episode? All right, so uh, let's just let's get to the uh, the thing that I think most people are talking about. That would be first of all, we didn't mention this, but the way season seven ended with the wall coming down. I thought the threat was much more imminent. And I also thought they were going to have to show how Barrack, Dondarrion and Tormund either survived or died. And they were like kind of fine. And they had like time. Like, did did you think they were didn't you think the dead were closer to those guys?
0: So I I thought it was weird. So I think what happened is, is when they went through the wall at the time, Tormund and like Beric were on top of the wall. So they kind of just sat up top and watched the dead march through. And I don't think the dead really stormed any castle or anything. I think they just continued to march south. And so they just went right by and everybody just kind of watched as They went by. And then so Tormund and Beric come down from off the wall and they're scared shitless because they don't know if there's actually walkers around or not. And that's why you have that funny, scene where Dolores Ed and his crew come around the corner as Tormented Barrett come around the corner. And they're like, ah, he's okay. like, he has blue eyes. I've always had blue eyes. You idiot.
1: That was really great. Yeah. Oh yeah. So basically you have, you have Winterfell here. You have the dead army here. And then you have those guys here, yes, right? And I like think a-
0: they're going to try and march around. That's why they ended up getting to the Umber Castle where they found right. the uh, little boy pinned to the wall, uh, which was creepy as all hell. Oh,
1: my, my mouth, Sean, was a <laughs> gape during that scene. It was gape. <laughs> if, if, if you had a film of me, mouth on the floor, and I, like, hopped a little bit when the kid screamed. I like, huh! and then, like, our, the rest of the thing while he was on fire, I was just like. I literally almost
0: fell out of my chair. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, poor kid. And, like, I look down, like, to my other screen on my computer. Brag, by the way. Yeah. To uh, tweet. Must be, must be nice. To, to live tweet. And then, all of a sudden, I hear that. And I oh, jumped out of my chair.
1: Great use of Beric Dondarian though in this episode because Fantastic. that scene was so dark. Mm-hmm. And maybe my TV, maybe I need a new one, but no, it's no, like no, so dark. And then he just like shh, lights up the sword, they see each other, but then he goes in there, and that kid freaks out, and then he has to burn him. Smart, you know, you can't kill him really any other everything way. Everything on fire. Now that symbol, people have been talking about that all day long. Yep, and, it's been appearing all over the place. And you remember my uh thought when we did the preview episode. Was that the Night King is the Mad King, mm-hmm. and I think this could be further evidence of that because a lot of people have pointed out that well that looks like the Targaryen symbol. Like if you yeah. kind of like map it out, it's at least a circle with like the stuff kind of like a dragon. Yeah, it's all. I mean, it's not a hundred percent that, but I I, yeah. I see that more than anything else. And I thought it was important because early on in the episode, Tyrion makes sort of a. Really, an unnecessary comment about how the Stark's flag or sigil is so sweet, and yeah. he makes fun of Davos for having the onion sigil, right? Yeah,
0: that, that was a pretty funny line, by the way. It
1: was a good line, but the reason they even brought that up, I think, was weird. It was, it was curious because i think too
0: if you look back in the show you've actually seen that happen multiple times now mm-hmm. whenever the white walkers slaughter somebody or something they leave that pattern they've done it with dead horse bodies they've done right. it with human bodies now they did it with human arms in a smaller fashion normally it's in a much bigger fashion because they're in a wide open space beyond the wall but yeah. now in a confined fashion they still
1: do the same thing just in a smaller uh scale oh that's why i think they wanted to mention the sigils again Right, okay. I think they wanted you to focus on that or at least to be like, be aware of what these are. They could come back into play. And so and I, either he's the Mad King or the Night King is just a big Carolina Hurricanes fan.
0: Yeah, that or he is originally a person that used that kind of sigil as his house sigil that's kind of faded from existence. And Ooh, so it's, like, it's almost like an ancient character that we don't really know too much about.
1: We should look up house sigils. That's what we should do. Hell yeah! Uh, there's there's a
0: lot. As uh, Podrick pointed out in season four, when Oberyn came to town, there was like eighteen different sigils just from Dorn, and they yep. were bananas.
1: That is wild. The uh, and actually another quick point I have is where do you stand right now on Danny? Because my working theory is she's actually a shit queen because. She just wants to like be queen and have everybody respect her right away. And we talked about this last season, like with John, how like, like eventually that relationship obviously came to be what it is now. But she was just like, bend the knee, bend the knee. And he's like, Well, can we talk about this? Like, do you like do you know what this means from the people of the north? Like, just hold on a second. She's like, bend the knee. And the same thing with like Sansa. She's like, your sister doesn't like me, but she better respect me. And you're like, all right, calm down. Like, I think she's and then the whole thing with Sam, which we haven't hit on yet, like that whole thing with Sam kind of proves that she doesn't really have like, she does have some of the Mad King in her. Like, that's clearly there. So, I, I
0: don't know if it's more that she has the Mad King in her or that John is rubbing off on her where she's not going to lie about stuff. You know what I mean? Where, like, John's just, like, pure honor. Like, no matter what, John's yeah. going to uphold his word and he doesn't lie. Even when Cersei was like, yeah, as long as you don't take her side. And he, out, like, outright could not never lie about that. And I, I don't know if it's more John rubbing off on
1: her or that she didn't care. But, like, let's see what happens with... Like, is she killed the Tarleys, right? Yeah. Like she did that. I don't know Remorseful. if John would have done
0: that. So it's weird. And cause John even says that he's like, I've killed a ton of people too. Like I've cut off the car, Stark's head. I've cut off all kinds of people's heads. And I've, if yeah, I but those people sentence, like
1: I'm, but they like betrayed him though. True.
0: Yeah. They didn't, they didn't just fail to bend the knee. They outright betrayed him because if he was going to do it to everybody that didn't bend the knee, <clears throat> there was a point where Sansa got a letter from the Glover's, saying that they were going to remain at uh, their home instead of coming to Winterfell to f- help fight the dead. Well, if, if that was the case, then Jon and Sansa would go and cut off that guy's head for not helping out.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. But that scene with Sam, and like you knew it was coming. And so she comes over with Jorah to be like, hey, thanks for for Jorah. And she's like, your, your dad's not Randall, Tarly, is he? <laughs> he's like, like, yeah, he's definitely my dad. He's like, okay, well...
0: At least my brother's gonna take
1: control. Yeah, that was like oh, you set up. Oh wait, up. like at least I'll be allowed back at home because my brother, who I love, is gonna be there. You're like, no, nah, man. Oh wait, Dickon got Dicked on too. <laughs> You're like, no, he definitely also got <laughs> burned to death. Yeah. Like, he got burned alive by a dragon. He so... stood with your father. I'm sorry. It <laughs> yeah, they're they're dead. And then so then Sam goes and tells John that he's actually a Targaryen. So that's what I liked about season or episode one was it set everybody up. And some of the things that were kind of hanging over your head, like some of the information that we knew, that some of the characters knew. knew. Yeah, like they at least got it out of the way and they shared that. So, whether what John does with this information, we will see. And, you know, what Samwell does, obviously he was upset, but like what he does with that at least it's not like a secret. Like you don't need that episode four to be like, oh yeah, by the way, I killed Randall Tarly. Who's not really going to play a factor anyway.
0: Yeah. And I, I, one of the things that bugs me too, though, is that like, I know Sam's a baby, but he hates his dad so much. Hates his dad. Why was like, I understand Like if he was broken up about his brother, who he loves and loved him, but like he has hated his dad. He stole his dad's sword for a reason. Like, I don't understand why, like, I don't really understand why he was so broken up about it when she told him that Randall Tarley died.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. I mean, I guess
0: guess it just helps uh, the final scene there between him and John, like kind of amps it up a little bit. But at the same time, it was just like, come on, Sam, relax.
1: I also saw making the rounds on Twitter was uh, they were comparing season one to season to this episode where I guess John was talking to Ned and Ned said he'd give him the truth about like his parents. He's like the next time you see me. And that was the last conversation that they had. And they did it in
0: front of his team in the crypts. That's actually really cool. I didn't even, I didn't even notice that. I didn't notice
1: that either. I didn't. I I thought
0: they did it more so because that's where his mother was. And so like, he's standing like right next to his mother's crypt as he finds out, Oh, that's my mom. But I mean, either like, I, I think both of them are plausible and true.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, We also get a nice – Little Lady Mormont had a nice little scene in this. She is such a badass. She is a sick character. It's
0: like – so we get Little Lady Mormont who's just badass. Little Lord Umber comes in. He's like, my lady, we need more horses and wagons. (laughs) And she's like, you
1: will, if you will. She's like, yeah, piss off, little guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: fine. And he just like struts out, and then he dies, and he gets pinned to a wall. And yet, Lady Mormont is out here being a bad ass.
1: So, do you think we'll get a scene where Lady Mormont and Jorah Mormont talk?
0: I I think you have to address that just because it's like the you know. Uncle that was literally banished from Westeros for selling slaves is finally back. All of a sudden, like, what does he want? Because I don't think she, out of anybody, wants to lose her position now. And I think technically
1: Jorah was like the rightful heir. At right, the but I, th- I feel like he's kind of been redeemed, but maybe not in the eyes of Little Lady Mormont. She, yeah, she seems like somebody that would hold on to something. You know, yeah, she might hold on to so a we'll little bit.
0: punish him a little bit.
1: Uh, Then the end of the episode, you get Jamie showing up, and it's sort of set up from before. I didn't know who Bran was talking about, but Bran's like, yeah, I'm waiting for an old friend. And, like, obviously it makes sense that it was Jamie, but he's sitting outside. Jamie shows up. He's got, like, the hood up, so you don't know who it is. He gets off the horse. He's now in Winterfell. He turns over and sees Bran. They lock eyes, and he's like, God damn it. Because His face immediately turned. Which I think is amazing, because Jamie has really done like a 180 on the show like he is like you root for him like he seems like a good guy he's just obviously his sister slash lover is the one of the worst and as much as you're rooting for jamie like this is another reminder that you're like oh yeah this kid is in a wheelchair because of him like yeah he he he, did that
0: he is still like he still has to watch and look at his sins that he committed all this time ago before he was quote-unquote redeemed And And now he has to face – on top of facing the kid he crippled, he now has to face the queen who happens to hate all Lannisters because all they've tried to do all her
1: life is, you know, kill her. Right. And this guy literally killed her father.
0: Yeah. Literally murdered her father.
1: (laughs) That's how he got got the nickname. And so I think – well – so we see the preview for next week, and it was like a really short. It was like a teaser, really. It's like thirty yeah. seconds a minute or whatever. And one of it is that little scene in there where you don't really know who's in charge because you got Danny, you got John, you got Sansa, you got Tyrion. Most of the people from Winterfell don't even respect Danny. Yet she's up there. But anyway, they're, they're in that room, and Jamie is talking to him, and Danny goes on and on, like really about how awful like he is. Like he was, she was learned to like fear him and all this other stuff. I think that's kind of more of a setup. I don't think she is going to hold a big of a grudge against Jamie as we think.
0: See, I think she will. I think okay. it's going to take a lot of people to convince Danny uh to even like think about trusting Jamie because I think like it's going to basically be like Danny's going to be like there's no way you're staying here. Tyrion's going to vouch for Jamie. Danny's still going to question him, and it's going to take someone like Brienne to step forward and be like, "No, you don't understand. Like he is who he says he is. He is here to fight for these people. Like you have to trust him." And because Sansa trusts Brienne, Danny will want to go with what Sansa says to try
1: and gain some Sansa trust. And John, of yeah, the mean I just leader. wonder, if like, if any part of her will be like, "My father did go mad, and like you kind of did the right thing." And I mean, probably not. But that yeah, was my, it's hard my... to explain. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But it's like she, he was going to burn the whole city to the ground. And yeah. like, if she can understand that. But the other problem is it's weird because the people of Winterfell don't like Danny or Jamie. So yeah. if Danny's like, I don't like Jamie, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't want to side would we with like Jamie. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to side with, with, with anybody. That's why so, I
0: think it's really going to come down to like Brienne is going to have to convince Sansa, who's then going to have to convince John and Danny.
1: But then Jamie's going to be the one who looks bad when the army doesn't show up. And it's not his fault, he thinks he that's actually true. thinks they're coming, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah, he, from what he knows. No, because he was told that she's going to backstab them, so he knows they're not coming. So if he doesn't say anything about them not actually coming,
1: then oh, they're right, gonna come right, 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 after right, the right. fact, right? Right, yeah, yeah, that's right. They did have that conversation, right? Right, 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 yeah. So maybe that'll be his thing, yeah. Good point, interesting. You know who we didn't see at all was the red lady in this episode.
0: So I believe she's still east because she was threatened by Davos and Jon that if she ever came back, she'd get murdered. So I don't think she comes back until like the Battle of Winterfell. Like she's going to come in with her red priestess friends and they're going to try and do some fire magic and try and help. And it's not going to help that much.
1: Yep. Pretty good. Uh, No Dario Naharis yet. I feel like they're going to have to call him at some point, though, but no sign of him. Hope so. Uh, Who else? I think we got we got at least a little quick update on just about everybody, though.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things they did really well, too, is similar to what we've been told about Avengers Endgame is everything from the trailer basically happened in the first episode.
1: Oh, I love that. I was so happy. And it was like a lot of it was early, too. And I'm like, yeah, we saw that. Oh, we saw that. We saw that. There's just like
0: a couple Aria scenes in the trailers that we still haven't seen yet. But like, otherwise, like we saw the Cersei like drinking where she's like half smiling, half crying thing. Come to find out. It's cause she just got uh, in bed with Euron. I was going to say something far more vulgar, but I <laughs> chose fine. not to let,
1: let it fly. Let it-
0: <laughs> and, uh, and, and so like, I, I love that. We saw basically everything in the trailer, right? In the first episode, mm-hmm. we really, other than them standing outside Winterfell, waiting for the white walkers to show up. We really have seen just about everything they already showed us. Yeah. And I think that's awesome going forward. I think yeah, a great move
1: sad though only five more episodes unbelievable it's
0: it's remarkable to think that they're going to finish this in five episodes and that one of them isn't 80 minutes long
1: i know do you think oh the other obviously we didn't see the night king either like we didn't no. like obviously we saw something that he left behind but we didn't see him which i actually really like it's like a bill it's like it's like that the whole idea with jaws or some of these other horror movies when you like you know that they're out there but you don't see them and then yeah. they're even scarier so like i know we've seen them before but at least for this season kind of build him up a little bit more. And then well, as soon as you get a shot of him and his army, it's going to be terrifying. What if I think too? That, this chime? I don't want to you oh, knock your hat I off or it. your nips or your socks. Oh, uh, I'm ready. What if the night King has elephants?
0: Oh, that'd be pretty late. <laughs> we already know he has zombie bears. He's he got has giants, kill and he has a dragon. What means he can't have elephants?
1: He probably does have elephants. That'd be nuts.
0: Cersei's gonna be really pissed that she didn't go recruit the Night King. <laughs> She'll kill herself. He She'll yep. kill herself. She's the Night King with
1: like a with an ice elephant. Screw Dead. it, I
0: can't live anymore.
1: Don't want to be here. I'm out. <laughs>
0: um, oh, I think too. I saw like a, a tweet about this too. I think it's crazy that one of the greatest television villains of all time has never said a word. He's literally never uttered a word. Just kind of points. Six seasons or seven seasons plus one episode. He just points and throws ice spears. That's
1: it. Yeah. Chucks javelins like a son of a
0: bitch. Nuts. To think that like he has so much power and so much there's so much weight behind how intimidating he
1: is. I know that
0: he has never even uttered a word.
1: Crazy. Shit's crazy. You got any other thoughts on this episode or uh, what, what do you think is going to happen next week?
0: Uh, No, I think I'm just, I'm excited. Uh, I think, I think next week, I don't think we need to expect a ton out of week two either. I think episode two is going to be more set up really for that battle. I think we're just week one was a lot of setup. Week two is going to be primarily set up. And week three is just when all hell breaks loose.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am I agree. I, I think there's going to be no marquee deaths until episode three. And then three, four, five, and six will be ripe with all of them. But exactly. two, I don't think anybody dies next week either.
0: Yeah, I, it would be weird. I, you know, I think maybe one or two people could die somehow. But, I mean, it's really weird to think how they would die. Because it's just, there's not a lot of conflict going on right now. Like mm-hmm. Cersei's in King's Landing. Everybody else is in Winterfell. The Knights, or the... Uh, Night King and his army aren't at Winterfell yet. So it's kind of like everybody is separated. So yeah. I, don't, I don't see anybody dying yet. I think episode three is when like shit just hits the fan.
1: All right. Here is our plan. If you are watching this, this is uh up on YouTube right now. We'll probably try to put it up on the podcast as well. The plan going forward is uh, Rickon Von Dickon will also be involved with me and with Shime Time Bebe. And we are going to. That's right. We are going to try to do episodes live immediately after Game of Thrones. So next week, you'll watch Game of Thrones from 9 to 10. Then at 10 o'clock, you you open your phone, you open your computer, and we'll be there. We'll let you know on Twitter how we're going to do it. It's either going to be Davey's Twitch or maybe just the YouTube channel right here, but we'll do it live, quick live reactions to these episodes. So that is the plan going forward. We'll keep you guys posted on the Twitter at Dork Podcast. Uh you can follow Shime at Shime Time. Any uh hey, final words, Shine?
0: Yeah, uh, you know, like like he said, follow me at Shime Time. Uh I will be here with these guys, the Dork guys, every after every episode. I'll also be giving you six things from the episode for Mac and Goo. Ooh, nice little goose juicy six packs. So be on the lookout for those if you don't follow those guys. And on top of that, feel free to check that Twitter feed because I'll also be doing an article for Mammoth Gamers after every episode Ooh judging boy. who's heading, who's heading towards claiming the throne and who's kind of taking a step back. And that should probably be out sometime later tonight or tomorrow.
1: I love it. Shyam, I don't know if I've ever asked you, who's your favorite character?
0: Oh boy. Um, it's, know, it's changed it's- throughout the seasons. I'd yeah. have to say my favorite character is Aria. Like I don't think it, She's just the best. I think her and Jamie for me are my two favorite characters. I just love Jamie's trajectory. And then Arya is just the best badass in the world.
1: Yeah, those are good ones. Arya is my favorite number one. But then I think uh, I've been saying this for a couple or season plus now. Beric Dondarrion, number two.
0: Ooh, good. Flaming sword guy with the eye patch. Good call.
1: Fucking can't beat it. Can't no. beat a flaming sword with an eye patch. <laughs> that guy's the man. And All a guy right. who's come back to life six times. <laughs> yeah, this is it, though, for him. I don't I don't love his chances of making it through the season. Yeah,
0: uh, you never know. Melisandre comes back. You never Ooh, know.
1: maybe. All right. You know where to hit us up. Uh, you can email us anytime at Dor- uh, dorkpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Of course, Twitter, uh, through the next five-plus weeks, we're going to be talking a lot of Game of Thrones, so get after it. Shime, thank you, sir. My pleasure. All right,
0: peace.